Good afternoon, everyone. This is Cassandra with Cassandra Captioned. It's been such a long time, and I decided to do this podcast last minute. Um, once again, I know I promised in a few episodes that I would get on to the Spanish flu, and right now I have my old notes pulled up from when I meant to cover this a while ago, um, and there's a lot of them, and the reason I have to do this episode is because it is extremely, extremely, extremely relevant to today. I'm sure you heard a lot of people say, oh, vaccination campaigns have worked. They solved the Spanish flu or they solved polio, which we now know is not true if you listen to my other podcast. Um, and so... I haven't pulled these notes up in a while. They're on my tablet, which I never get on. And I'm drinking my fresh roasted coffee right now. Um, It is on my website. I love the fact that I get to do an audio podcast because half the time my face isn't washed. My hair is in shambles. Everything's in shambles because I'm just still building this small business. I'm still looking forward to the future. I'm building for the new normal. That's nothing normal whatsoever. And so I'm really glad I get to do this um, audio. And I do now sell fresh roasted organic coffee on my website. It's fresh roasted per order. You choose your grind. You choose your roast. And it is hippiehappening.etsy.com. So if you like to support small businesses that do not do GMO, no patented plants here. My teas are from fresh organically grown plants. I support small farmers. If you like to stick it to Agenda 21, If you like to stick it to genetically modified plants and food, which is rooted in eugenics, just like right now, we're getting genetically modified people. This is also rooted in eugenics. It's all rooted in eugenics. If you like that, go to my website. It's Hippie Happening, H-I-P-P-I-E-H-A-P-P-E-N-I-N dot Etsy, E-T-S-Y dot com. And you will love it. I take so much pride in these products. And a lot of it is real food. All the food items are real food. They will help. Every single item will help your body produce glutathione, which I've said before is very, very important right now because the graphene oxide that's in the tests, that's in a lot of the masks, that was in the flu shot also, and that's in this current poison, it eats up your glutathione reserves, which is contributing to a lot of people getting sick and then blaming it on a virus that's never been found. So here we go. I have not been through these notes. I'm just pulling it up right now, and I'm just going to read what I have. There's no extra thinking going involved. I'm just going to read this, so let's get started. This is about the truth about the Spanish flu, and I put all these notes down like a year and a half ago. There's been so, so much, and there's so much I could talk about, and um, a lot of times as I'm trying to build up other social medias, because people like me, we tend to get shadow banned, which kind of affects exposure well it does affect exposure on purpose so um i've been i've been taking things that i've had to talk about which is a lot all the time right now as you guys know and they tend to go on little social media platforms so that i can increase my exposure and um for example tiktok i had a uh, over 3000 followers and they took me down they took me down and because i had that many followers my exposure was even greater and I was getting a good amount of sales from it and I had a direct link. Now I'm working back up to a direct link on there. So a lot of a lot of stuff that I've 
wanted to talk about, which is really good, but it's not on here. It's on my TikTok or my Instagram or my Facebook. Um, I, I do believe you'll find the TikTok very interesting if you want to check that out. It is it is now Cassandra Caption, so it's the same name on TikTok. And if you scroll down a little bit towards the bottom, I go into germ theory and exosomes on there as well. And um, just a very interesting take. I've put these videos together myself. So <clears throat> if you want to see more, go there or go to Instagram at Shadow Band Babe. That is um, S-H, well, Shadow Band, B-A-N-N-E-D, Babe. So with that said, let me read these notes that I... I typed in my tablet over a year ago and so much to accomplish this day and this week and this month that I'm not going to go back through the notes before I go through them right here. I'm, I'm, I'm literally just going to read them for the first time with you um, after the last time I read this, which was probably over a year ago as well. So here we go. This is what I have about the Spanish flu and it is very interesting and it may be a little long so I may break it up with some music. Very few people realize that the worst epidemic ever to hit America, the Spanish influenza of 1918, was the aftereffect of the massive nationwide vaccine campaign. The doctors told the people that the disease was caused by germs. Viruses were not known at that time, or they would have been blamed. Germs, bacteria, and viruses, along with bacilli, I don't know if I said that, and a few other invisible organisms are the scapegoats, which the doctors like to blame for the things they do not understand. If the doctor makes a wrong diagnosis and treatment and kills the patient, he can always blame it on the germs and say that the patient didn't get an early diagnosis and come to him in time. And I'm going to pause this really quick to say this. I extensively had looked into the Spanish flu, and so a lot of these notes, they're tied in from different websites, and... Um, and um, a lot of them are, are slightly condensed with, with what I pulled from it, just to get the extra words out of there, just to um, make this go by just a little bit faster. So just know that um, I really, really did look into this. So let me continue. If we check back in history to that 1918 flu period, we will see that it suddenly struck just after the end of World War I when our soldiers were returning home from overseas. That was the first war in which all the known vaccines were forced on all the servicemen. This mis mishmash of poison drugs and putrid protein of which the vaccines were composed and still are caused such widespread disease and death among the soldiers that it was the common talk of the day that more of our men were being killed by medical shots than by enemy shots from guns. The death and disease rate among the vaccinated soldiers was four times higher than among the unvaccinated civilians. Oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and refrain, refrain from pausing and making comments because this is still happening right now. There's nothing new under the sun. It was a shorter war than the vaccine makers had planned on. Only about a year for us, so the vaccine promoters had a lot of unused, spoiling vaccines left over, which they wanted to sell at a good profit. So they did what they usually do. They called a meeting behind closed doors, and plotted the whole sordid program, a nationwide, worldwide vaccination drive using all their vaccines and telling the people that the soldiers were coming home with many dreaded diseases contracted in foreign countries and that it was the patriotic duty of every man, woman, and child to get, quote, protected, quote, by rushing down to the vaccination centers and having all the shots, 
And it was only a matter of hours until people began dropping dead in agony, while many others collapsed with a disease of such virulence that no one had ever seen anything like it before. They had all the characteristics of the diseases they had been vaccinated against. The high fever, chills, pain, cramps, diarrhea, etc. Uh, of typhoid and the pneumonia-like lung and throat congestion of diphtheria and the vomiting headache, weakness and misery of hepatitis from the jungle fever shots and the outbreak of sores on the skin from the smallpox shots along with paralysis from all the shots, etc. The doctors didn't, didn't want this massive vaccine disease to reflect on them. So they agreed among themselves to call it Spanish influenza. Spain was a faraway place and some of the soldiers had been there. So the idea of calling it Spanish influenza seemed to be a good way to lay the blame on someone else. The Spanish resented having this name, the world scourge, having us name the world scourge on them. They knew the flu didn't originate in their country. 20,000 died of that flu epidemic worldwide, and it seemed to be almost universal or as far away as the vaccinations reached. Greece and a few other countries which did not accept the vaccines were the only ones that were not hit by the flu. Doesn't that prove something? The 1918 Spanish flu started in American military camp Funston, Fort Riley, USA, amongst troops making ready for World War I, taking on board vaccinations, recruit training and all. That flu strain only appeared briefly once again, according to the U.S. Atlanta CDC. This was in 1976, and again, it struck at the U.S. Army Camp Fort Dix, USA, amongst recently vaccinated troops, and no one else ever, in parentheses. Fort Dix is known to have been a vaccine trial center, was the world's greatest influenza scourge, another well-hidden vaccine disaster. In 1918, the U.S. Army forced the vaccination of 3,285,376 natives in the Philippines when no epidemic was brewing, only the sporadic cases of the usual mild nature. Of the vaccinated persons, 47,369 came down with smallpox, and of these, 16,477 died. In 1919, the experiment was doubled. 7,670,252 natives were vaccinated. Of these, 65,180 victims came down, once again, with smallpox and 44,408 died. In the first experiment, one-third died. All right, so let's get into the obvious. <clears throat> and it's not, if it's not obvious, I would like to make it obvious. Notice that <clears throat> there is nothing new under the sun, just like the Bible says. So... This is actually the end of my Spanish flu notes. Although, since, since I went into this, I, I learned a lot more. Um, but I want to make some, I would say, scary similarities. Because there really is nothing new under the sun. And it, 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 it is a little scary that we are following the same patterns that have been so many others' demise. So, um... In what I was reading, it said that more of them were killed by medical shots than enemy shots. That's what they were they were noticing. Um, 
it said that they had so many vaccines left over that, that that's, they, they pushed it so hard. Does that not sound familiar? I mean, the United States has so many vaccines and they're really, really, really trying to get rid of those. And early on in the Biden administration, he said that he would be shipping a lot of them overseas. And I had made a video. Oh man, I need to find that video again. I made a video saying, oh, awesome. You know, you're gonna try and fuck them over first as usual, because it is as usual. Um, notice how it said that they had their first campaign and that so many had died, right? And so then they went ahead and had another one and even more died. It's interesting because the, the patterns of rhetoric haven't changed because just as the history with this, people were made to believe that they needed the second round of the vaccination campaign because the first one was unsuccessful. But when you have the right rhetoric, people will believe that all the sickness that came from the first one was not from a first one, that it was from a virus. And then they will be convinced to go ahead and take on that virus, which is actually a biochemical weapon. And they will be convinced to get it shot directly in their bloodstream for the second time. And just like we're seeing in the United States today, they're telling us that there's different variants. Well, that is just like what happened during the Spanish flu era and the polio era, where people are getting sick from the jab and they're blaming it on a variant because they have to. Because if they didn't blame it on a variant, they would be found out. Everything would be exposed. The charade would crumble. So just like so many people are getting sick from this right now, they are now pushing the vaccine even harder. But not only that, they're coming out with an HIV vaccine. Do you want to know why? Because it was admitted that there is HIV in this vaccine, which, which blows my mind because there's the truth right in front of you, right in front of your eyeballs, right in front of you. It can't be both. It's not magically both. If they're telling you that HIV is in the jab, then right there they're telling you that HIV is a biochemical weapon. It is something that was created. That is where it came from. Um, just like the only polio that's left over is wild polio from the polio vaccine because that's where it came from. It came from bioweapons. What are bioweapons? Bioweapons are crap. They are chemicals. They are chemicals proteins that are supposed to mess with ours and, and their baby cell lines and weird foreign animal stuff, um, stuff that breaks your blood-brain barrier, aluminum, and it's poison. And so um, we're getting HIV again from poison and they're saying that it was in this one. So guess what they're creating now? Oh, all of a sudden, right? An HIV vaccine. Uh, why? Hmm, maybe it's because people are getting HIV again. Alright, so if you want to rewind, rewind, because this is all parallel to what I just read. Um, they decided to do it again, and then more people died <coughs> from the, quote, Spanish flu, quote. But why would they do it again? Oh, because there's nothing new under the sun. And they were convinced that they needed another shot because things were getting bad. And so this is how you keep the create the problem, create the solution, the cycle going. This is how you keep it going. And the only way to stop it is to stop doing what you're told. 
people, many people get cognitive dissonance and they find this so hard to believe because they don't understand the evil that exists. They find this so, because most of us aren't evil. That's why we can't even fathom being in that mind state, being taken over that way, our hearts growing wicked that way. And so it freaks people out so much that they refuse to see the evidence. They refuse to connect the dots. Why would anybody do this to other people? Why would people kill other people by convincing them that they need to be made well? Why would other people kill other people that want to be made well, but they were deceived instead? Why? Because it all goes back to Babylon. It all goes back to the days of Noah. It all goes back to what the Bible says. Satan is the God of this world. It goes back to Agenda 21. And it is what it is. Conspiracies rule this world. We are ruled by a handful of people. Pulling the strings to the next larger handful of people. Pulling those strings. So, um, <clears throat> there's so much more I could say. Because everything's just going to repeat itself. You're going to get on social media and you're going to see the reports. Oh, there's a new variant. And then there's a new variant. Um, everything that I said from the beginning, it's all true. It continues to be true. There still is no data for the asymptomatic narrative. Where's the data? Go find it and show it to me. It's not there. Um, and you know, they tried to lie and say that the unvaxxed were filling the hospitals. We know that's a lie because we know what they did. And if you don't know, let me recap it for you. <clears throat> there was never a cycle threshold standard, uh, a standard for the cycle threshold. And um, I pointed that out in the documents from the health ins institutions, from the CDC. I pointed that out in a video, but TikTok took it down and now I don't have the video. Um, but um, there was never a cycle threshold standard. And... That is the standard that is used. To, uh, the cycle is how many times you zoom in on the DNA of the individual for the fake PCR test that doesn't test for a virus. And the more you zoom in, the higher the percentage of false positive um, possibility, right? And so there's never been a standard. There's not a standard worldwide. There's not a standard, right? But when the jab campaign happened, all of a sudden there was a standard, but just for the vaxxed. And if you lower the cycle threshold, you lower the chances of getting um, a positive result. And not only that, I went through the paperwork. Before this became a big thing, I actually posted about it, but I'm so shadow banned that hardly no one saw it. I also don't use hashtags because I don't want to be pulled off of all my hard work, so I don't use hashtags. So I'm harder to be found. But I posted about this, that it says right in the paperwork that if you have been vaccinated, and it's less than two weeks of your symptoms, of your positive indication on your test, because you're still testing like an idiot, that that is not counted as um, a positive. It does not count because it's been less than two weeks. And they make up some bullshit that, you know, it takes two weeks for you to actually be able to tell. It was just some, some major, major bullshit. And so if the vaccinated were to go into the hospital, it's less than two weeks from when they got their their shot, but they're in the hospital, right? Because they're sick. That doesn't count. That does not count toward the numbers. I was also hearing a lot of reports from nurses and patients saying that many times uh, in, in certain hospitals where they were, 
It was only the vaccinated that were getting tested and the vaxxed were not. Um, they own the patent to the test. They own all of this. So they can change the rules as they go. We, we had already seen a whole year and a half of them moving the goalposts and changing something. The WHO even changed the definition of something. Uh, Decades-long definition, they changed it, right? Oh, it was herd immunity. They changed the definition of it, right? Um, where, where the heck was I going with this? Um, there was another reason why they were able to stand up there, Kamala Harris and the like, and say that it was mainly the, the unvaxxed filling the hospitals. I can't quite remember right at the moment what it was, but it was like a threefold thing. Like, there was a way that they were able to get away with it. And they told the truth, but they didn't tell the truth. So it's it's very sneaky. Um, when your eyes are open, you're able to see more of the black magic, more of the... It's just very, very clever how these people operate and the language that they use. And one example I made the other day that I've been able to see, and I, I mean, I thank God for my eyes being wide open right now, but at the same time, it's, it's not easy. It's not easy in this upside down world to have eyes that are wide open. <clears throat> but whenever you see um, COVID or coronavirus, because I mean, from the Washington Post to the Epo Epoch Times, I mean, basically any large news article uh, producer or whatever, they're going to be using the enemy's language, okay? So anytime you see, and of course on mainstream media, when you see the word COVID or you see coronavirus, just swap that out with biochemical weapon because they're speaking in code here. They're speaking in code, but they're still telling the truth, but they're lying. And let me tell you how, because they actually are creating a virus because gain of function, they, <clears throat> they put together elements, which includes God created things. It's exosomes, okay? Because viruses are exosomes. Exosomes are what they call a virus. It's the same size, same, same shape, same protein wrapped around it, but never been distinguished from a virus ever, right? A great video to watch as well. Go to BitChute and watch Refutal of Virology and you will understand what I'm talking about. But <clears throat> they take their, and, and, and that comes with receptors. And the receptors, just think of Bill Gates' computer programs where viruses would get into your programs receptors are communication throughout the body they're ways to get into your programs they love to mess with our receptors well they take that and um, they actually make a virus because they're making something to be highly contagious and it's not a virus that they're making because viruses don't exist you can't isolate a virus because if you could they would have done it by now and they haven't and if you read their paperwork they'll try and convince you that they did but if you actually read it like I did on video, um, and it's on my Rumble, Cassandra, Cassandra, I actually read it, because someone had tried to point it out to me back in the day, no, they did isolate it, it's right on their website, and I'm like, well, did you read it? Um, so it's not actually a virus, um, it's, it's crap, you know, things like cow pus or whatever, um, animal crap, whatever animal shit they put in there, baby cell lines, not to mention poison, like I had just mentioned, the, the thalidomide and things like that, the graphene oxide, actually uh, 80 to 90 percent of the vaccine is graphene oxide. And if that's a game changer. If you don't know about that, you have to know about it. Go to my August 5th episode uh, podcast episode, and it's the second half of that episode. You definitely want to listen to that. But they take crap and um, they they take animal stuff and they design it to be highly contagious between species and between people. And so 
that actually is the virus if you're thinking of a virus as being contagious because they try to convince us that we are contagious naturally which is literally never ever been proven but yet they want to force everyone to believe as they do with all these restrictions and all this crazy vile disgusting stuff that's happening worse in other countries right um but but they convince us that viruses are real and that they are contagious but we are not naturally contagious contagious is what they created so they can actually get away i accidentally unplugged my microphone for a second but they can actually get away with saying that it's a virus because um, the biochemical weapon is a virus if you think of it in terms of being contagious. Well, like I have said before, I believe it was on my second podcast, the root word for virus is poison. So that's another way that they can get away with saying something's a virus when it's actually a biochemical weapon. Because in truth, considering it as a contagion, it is a virus. But in actual truth, 40% of our DNA is viral load and it is not contagious. And um, I went into some paperwork that they put out on that that is completely ridiculous. It is so flipping ridiculous. It blows my mind how people believe their shit. But viral load in our body is not contagious. So people are injecting HIV into themselves and now they're coming out with an HIV vaccine to help out with the new HIV from the previous vaccine. What a wonderful clown world we are living in. And to that, I want to say, friends, stay vigilant, stay strong, keep your head up, get the facts, sow seeds, and uh, everybody be blessed, man, and do not comply. This will conclude this episode. <laughs>